Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Sports Cave. I'm your host, Robbie, along with my co-host, Zach. And Zach, it is the ah, you doing? of the 2022 and 2023 NFL season. And now we have to go another seven months until kickoff of the regular season. Ooh, that's actually... Hearing that for the first time, that is a... Uh... That's a long time away. Oh, my God. It's the shortest season of all sports, I'd say, and then it's the longest to get to. Yeah. And especially if there's any uh, quarterback changes, fantasy football, betting is like getting legal all across the United States. And now we just got to sit here and wait. And the next big thing coming up, uh, March Madness. Yep. March Madness after March Madness. The Masters. That's always exciting. The Masters hockey and basketball playoffs should be uh, starting off well. Actually, in between the Masters and March Madness, baseball season will be coming up soon. Masters is somewhere around that peak as well. Then you got hockey and basketball playoffs. Then you got the baseball star game and then football. Still a lot of exciting exciting sporting events happening, that's for sure. So uh, rest assured, the Sports Cave will still be a nice, fun show to listen to without any football for a little bit. Goddamn right it'll be. Um, what was your choice of beverage yesterday for the Super Bowl? Uh, I was just absolutely murdering bush lights. Um really? Just slapping them back. Pause. Bush lights and so much food, man. Like, like my insides are fucking ruined from Super Bowl. How are you feeling at work today? Were you like uh sluggish? No, I was just tired, tired, obviously, but I'm still waiting. Like I ate so much food Sunday. I'm still waiting for like that big old dump. Like it hasn't come yet. I know it's coming soon. Did you ha- pause? Did you uh, did you have any coffee this morning too? Oh fuck yeah! And no big dump today. Like there was a couple little ones, but I know there's a howitzer on the way. You know, a real colon cleaner coming. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, hoping- welcome to the show. And there he is, the man, the myth, the Kevin. Um, well. Cheers, Zachary. Since you can't drink today, I will for you again. Well, it's not that I can't drink. I'm uh, choosing not to. So you're um you have a giant vagina today, is what you're saying? No, I'm doing dry Monday. I'm gonna try to uh, Marcuzio to the weekend brewski. Hey, Mark. I wonder who else we got here in the welcome busy chat. Um. I guess this is the part where you just get right into it. You know, normally. Yeah. Uh, I think we can all agree. What a game. Yeah. What a fucking game. Uh, it. I guess we got to talk about it. I mean, what a shame the way it ended. Oh, phone's ringing. Especially for like, I mean, that was literally one of the greatest suit pools that I, I can remember seeing. And for that holding call. To be called with what? One minute left? A minute 48 left with the Eagles only having one timeout left. Yeah. Minute 48 left in a tied game in the Super Bowl. Given the, uh, given the uh, Chiefs a first down on like the fucking... Was it first and goal? No, I believe it was third down. Um, I'm yeah, going to give a message here because I want to see if he's interested in coming on since he's an Eagles fan, as we know. I want to hear an Eagles fan... No, give their side the spectrum. Yeah. Go ahead, Zach. Go ahead. So it was third, I, third and eight. 
Uh, Third and eight, they get. Um, I was a Brad Bear, I think was the uh, the player in the Eagles. James who, uh, was called for the hole on Juju Smith Schuster. Now I'm going to say it. Say this. It was a little bit of a hold. Like if we're if we're gonna get down to technicalities, we're gonna talk about the rules. Yes, it was a little bit of a hold, but you cannot fucking make that call with under two minutes left in a tie game in a Super Bowl. You cannot be the deciding factor in that game. That's absolutely fucking ridiculous. And also, even if nobody fucking touched, I think it was Juju who was uh, the target being thrown to. Mm-hmm. That that ball was twenty fucking feet over his head. There was no way he was ever going to grab that. You're not so, wrong. What do we got here? Uh, Z Brian, what do you guys use for streaming your cameras? Logitech camera. That's what I got. Is that where the hell's, where the fuck's built into my camera. lap? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to do my light setup today. Shit. You know, that, that explains that. I'm out of it today, folks. We need a nice eight-hour sleep tonight, so understandable. <laughs> yeah. Well, so what did you uh, what did you think about that holding call? I want to hear your. Uh, well, I was trying to get. Uh, I was trying to get uh, Trevor to come on. He said he's saving it for his podcast. So if you guys want to listen to a Eagles fan and their perspective, the Upper Bowl podcast, you can get wherever you get your podcast. Trevor does great work, and he has a lot of guests that work at radio stations. He's had the Marlins former owner. Give it a give it a chance. Um, I mean, what pro- I would definitely be tuned into that episode. Zoom, Ryan. We use Zoom. I zoom it, and then I'm in control of the operations while Zach gets to sit there and be pretty. Yep. I'm. Uh, there's the looks and the brains, all right? And I'm pretty sure you can tell just by looking at Robbie. He's not the looks. You know what I mean? Debatable. Debatable. Um. Okay. So the game itself was absolutely incredible. The game was a great, great game. Um, it seemed at that, that yeah. point, he realized he had nothing to work with on that third and eight, and he dumped it off to the opposite side where there weren't any safeties to get the ball, um, just get the ball safe for a field goal attempt. And it seems as soon as the ball hit the turf, the refs then decide to throw the flag. That's right. Another thing I want to say that too. That was. Definitely a fucking lead throw. Yes. Now, <laughs> throwing that ball or that flag, rather, like the second it occurred or maybe a couple seconds after, and it's like before you even throw so like, oh, there's a flag thrown on the field. Then we could talk about a different perspective. Okay. But this flag ended the Super Bowl. And it's coincidental yep. because only a, a few days prior, Roger Goodell was standing up for the officiating and saying, oh, they're doing a great job this year. The, the, the hit with the Bengals was questionable. I don't care what anybody says. All right. At that moment, you're trying to get the quarterback in a very, very close game with the Super Bowl on the line. So did Mahomes get a second step out of bounds and he hit him? Sure he did, but that momentum was carrying me. Yeah. What do you want him to do? Like, I don't understand what the NFL and the NBA, what the fuck they want these defenders to do. I Not think that was the NFL. What they're talking about, Zach, is you can't hip tackle the quarterback. How are you supposed to make a fucking tackle? I'll show you how. Yeah. Just got to fucking throw your... Oh, this is going to be... You see the- <clears throat> Here we go. Okay? You can't go in and just... <clears throat> you have to pick him up lightly, gently, lie him flat. Say a bedtime story. 
it was the night of the Super Bowl when oh all of the South, the referees became the MVP for the Chiefs. I apologize to the visual, uh, the visual watchers here. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible call. Now, did he hold him? You know what, Zach? He did. But let me tell you something. That was the only holding call of the game. You can't tell me that there's no holding at the offense. Yeah, call that all game if you're going to make those calls. In baseball, in baseball perspective, I always told the kids when I was coaching, you don't have the umpire just to you. You adjust to the umpire. They set the tone of what the strike zone is going to be from the second to first pitch yeah. thrown. Okay? And, and in this Super Bowl, it seemed like let them fucking play. Let them play on. And in that moment, with all the circumstances of a minute 48 left, you elect to throw the flag, and that seals the game. Yeah. Now, again, was it a hold? Probably. But should the flag, the flag been thrown? No, because there was a play in the first quarter or second quarter in the first half to be safe where he turned Juju around and Juju was seeking the flag. Juju's jumping like, where? where yeah, I actually do remember that. And he, he didn't even like argue about it. So the officials in the end really, really ruined the Eagles chances. Yeah. Then there's six seconds left. What's Jalen Hurts supposed to do? Oh, I mean, we can all agree too. that was might have been one of the worst attempts of a Hail Mary throw that I've ever seen in my life. It must have been a slippage. Oh, another thing we got to talk about is what the fuck was going on with that field? Exactly, exactly. that's why, like, dude. That was ridiculous, man. That was. Did terrible. you see um, Elliot, did, the kicker? Yeah, yeah. No, I was. Uh, did you see how much? Um, so that field apparently, I was reading uh, some shit on Twitter. And they for they've been fucking making this thing for like two years. They've had this thing crafted and mastered, and that's the garbage they rolled out. Hmm. Hmm. Unbelievable. What was wrong with the field they had on there before? I don't know, but does it, it have to be a special field for the fucking Super Bowl? No, They're terrible look. No one sustained any injuries during the game, except oh, for the looks man came back and just was an absolute beast. Um, overall, if I want to recap the game, Jalen Hurts played a tremendous game. If you ask me, the Eagles yeah. had the easiest path to the Super Bowl this year. They faced a Giants team which didn't stand a goddamn chance against the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles, and we all knew it. I thought maybe it'd be close because it's an NFC East matchup in the playoffs, but the Giants just didn't they didn't belong in the same <laughs> spectrum as the Eagles in the playoffs. Yeah. And then 49ers, Brock Purdy gets hurt. There's no quarterback. So yeah. the narrative was they had an easy path, and we'll see what happens from there. Jalen Hurts. He balled out, man. Who fucking got benched. In the college football championship for Tua Tagovailoa, stepped up on the biggest stage in football and balled out. I'm saying it right now with confidence. Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFC East. He has surpassed Dak Prescott after this year. And Jalen Hurts has the greatest story in recent memory to being one of the top-tier quarterbacks. If he had, if I had to put another one ahead of him or behind him now, it'd be Josh Allen. Okay, Josh Allen is going to continue to get chance after chance after chance because the Bills elected to take him in the top 10 pick in the first round. Jalen Hurts was the second or third round draft choice and was supposed yeah. to be behind Carson Wentz. He's uh he's turned out to be. I mean, the, I actually thought, like, I don't know if this has ever been a thing. I was sitting uh the base when I was watching the game at me and uh, all the guys were watching it with. We were like, I would not be surprprised if he wins MVP of this game. Like, do you have to, is, does it have to be on the winning team? 
I, I, where I learned to say yes, Zach, where I learned to say yes is when Tom Brady threw 500 yards against the Eagles and didn't get MVP. Yeah. It has to be on the winning team. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cause I mean, the Eagles didn't utilize Miles Sanders at all. I'll tell you why, Kev, because I saw the first run that he had at the game. He fucking fumbled and he was lucky he went out of bounds. Isaiah, what's up, Isaiah? May I respect for Jalen Hurts and the Eagles for real? Kev's, uh, Kev's asking where the muscle shirt is, Robbie. Oh, my God, Kev. Look at that. He's fucking pulling those. I was going to say guns, but they actually look like a couple of salamis. They are. Well, you know what the good news is, Kevin, is with this new job that we're in a couple weeks, they have a gym inside of their uh, facility. So uh, I'm definitely excited to use that. For one week, and then he probably will never see the inside of that gym again. Are you fucking kidding me? I'll be, it'd probably be all for myself. Think about it. When I was there, only one person was in there, and she was using the treadmill. They have free oh. weight. They have, they have a what, lot of shit in there. What'd she look like? Older. Kind of saw fat? her. No, she wasn't fat. I don't think so. The treadmill was kind of covering everything up. I was from the distance, and he's like, yeah, that's her gym. I'm like, gym? He's like, yeah, and that's her coffee bar. Coffee bar? Yeah, that's our lounge. Pool tables, ping pong, video games, television, golf simulator over there. I want a coffee bar at work. Kev, we got to get a coffee bar going at work. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm fucking pumped for this new job. Um, Only MVP in a losing team was Bob Lilly for Dallas against the Baltimore Colts. So it'll never happen again because that was how long ago? Just like yeah. the, the last NBA MVP on the losing team was fucking um, Jerry West. It's never going to happen again. Never. Nah, don't listen to Zach. Robbie finna come out guns blazing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isaiah, yeah. Did that yeah. Kev say that? No, Isaiah said that. Tell me not to listen to you. Isaiah's a motivator, Zach. You're just you're just a piece of shit that tries to drag people down. No, that's wrong. I'm a realist. Okay. I'm a realist. Sorry, I'm just doing a couple pickups here. I forgot to set my lineup one of my fucking basketball yeah, leagues. Zach, thank you, because I asked you truly or Budweiser and um the fruitiness is uh absolutely sometimes sometimes a truly albeit you know they could be a little uh like you might look a little uh for lack of better term gay when you're drinking them <laughs> but uh they are in fact quite delicious you know what i mean it's a point dude over the weekend i i try to make a little task bar at the bottom here i guess i'm gonna have to fix that mckinnon is i was gonna say uh, i was excited to see this robbie and um I don't know what you're talking about because I don't see it on the screen. I, I did it through Streamlabs. I don't know why it hasn't popped up. I'll I've figure seen it out. Bob write that now twice about McKinnon losing him a lot of money, so I'm guessing uh, he's he's upset. Well, he McKinnon cost my he cost us two hundred fifty dollars. Had he got the touchdown, um, he put in spots for me, even though I, I didn't understand the Super Bowl squares, and then he explained it to me. He's like, I already put the money down. I'll give you half if you win. So he five hundred bucks. I would have gotten two fifty. He would have gotten two fifty. Um, when he slid down the one yard line, which he had to, he had to. I mean, he had to. You score that. There's still a minute left. Yes, you're up by a touchdown, but you now have a minute left instead of eight seconds left for them to come down and score. Yeah, no, he did the right thing. He did the right thing. Sucks, sucks for us. But that was like that. Um, I think it was last season when um, I can't remember who the Browns were playing, but their spread was like minus three and a half, whatever it was. They're up by three. Chubb breaks for like a 60-yard run all by himself, can easily run it in, and at the one-yard line just decides to run out of bounds. Yep. Take a couple knees in the game. Yep, that's a smart thing to do. It's about winning football. Yep. What did you think of the halftime show with Rihanna? Um, uh, First thing I thought to myself was, I fucking thought Rihanna had a kid like three months ago. 
So that bitch is fertile. You know what I mean? Great eggs on her. I love you. Um, and ASAP, he just, I guess he's just dumping in her. You know what I mean? It's, I would too. It's Rihanna. Um, sexy. I will say this. I give her a lot of credit because that would be pretty fucking scary performing yes, on that platform. Yeah. Pregnant yeah. too. Is that thing fucking. I, 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 but you keep bringing that. I was just saying like the performance aspect. I like, I thought that was a cool, like, like it was visually appealing. I'm not like a big, like, I mean, I'll say I don't like, like Rihanna's music, but I'm not like, you won't see me in my car bumping a Rihanna track. You know what I mean? I, I was bumping some Rihanna with Isaiah when we I, I thought there was a couple of times I thought, oh my God, I think Drake's coming out. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, think Jay-Z, I think Jay-Z's coming out. So I was yeah. kind of hoping for, uh, for like a little special guest there. Uh, but all in all, I thought it was a pretty good show. Fantastic. It was great. It yeah. was absolutely incredible. And consider, considering that she was pregnant, she did a great job. That's back-to-back years in my eyes of um, a good halftime show. Um, That's the first time in my life, too, I think I've ever been turned on by a pregnant lady. Because there is just something about that lady. Isaiah said she brought Yeezy out. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think Kanye might be put on the back burner. Kanye wouldn't. <laughs> the NFL would step in and be like, no, because the fucking crowd would probably start booing. Lyrics, and then he would talk shit about Kim, and then he would talk shit about George Bush doesn't care about black people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Kanye, he hasn't been the president for years. That would have never happened. <laughs> um, I'm going to still stick with the halftime show last year being better, but it threw me off too because they were like, and this is the Apple Music halftime award or halftime performance, and it's like. Wait, shit! That was Pepsi for like thirty years. Oh, I didn't even take that in. Actually, it, it took me a while. It took me to the end. Um, now in Canada, you don't get all the crazy commercials. Correct? So I heard that apparently we do get those commercials now. So did you remember the the Tubi commercial? Oh man, to be honest with you, I, I wasn't really paying attention to the commercials. So many people got fucking scammed, but I watched what happened. And they were talking about them coming back. And the second they had this little taskbar at the bottom of the screen open, and they went to Tubi because there's all these other platforms. And then they load up T-shirt. He's like, what the fuck? Oh, what's going on? And I'm sitting there on my couch realizing, like, oh, just another commercial. I got to say, the commercials this year were really bad. I give the commercials a D this year. It was terrible. You know what else was really bad? The fucking Gronk kick of destiny. Yeah. First of all, it was on the screen for, like, literally 10 seconds. I mean, I... For something that was so hyped up, like a fucking commercial, you'd see it every goddamn day for three weeks leading up to this Super Bowl. I thought it was very poorly done. Yeah, the commercials this year were absolutely yes. The only thing that got me intrigued was Guardians of the Galaxy and um, The Flash. And then I saw the the Fast and Furious. I'm like, ugh. They just won't fucking stop those movies, will they? Yeah, I, I haven't seen a Fast and Furious since like probably five. I don't even know why they call them Fast and Furious anymore. It's got nothing to do with cars anymore. No, I would say the last one I watched was seven. The one Paul Walker's last one was. I haven't even seen that one yet. I just remember being at the movie theater and um, the scene where they like drive away. I just remember someone screaming out. I think I'm going to cry, man. And the other guy screams out. I'm going to cry right next to you, bro. It's okay. And then you screamed out fucking pussies. No, because I got a little emotional for Paul Walker. Do you not get emotional watching movies? Yeah, you know, it depends on the movie. Spider-Man 3, fucking tear jerker, let me tell you. Oh, and Harry died? 
You know, a movie actually got me. Uh, I was try. I was flying home by myself from Vancouver. I'm in the middle seat, and I was watching the um, the latest James Bond movie that came out, the newest one. Uh, and spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched the movie, I'm gonna leak the ending in three, two, one. Uh, James Bond dies at the end. Ah, and- I didn't want to know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I tell you, I was sitting in this fucking in this plane. I'm like, you fucking, you fucking don't cry. You fucking better not cry right now. So, uh, some movies will get me. That's for sure. I cried when um, Iron Man <laughs> died. When Iron Man died, Marley and me with the dog that made me cry. See that that one didn't make me cry, but I think it's because I knew what was going to happen. Airbud with um with basketball, like they uh, left him out on an island, and then you just see him trying to doggy paddle back to the boat, and you see the kid crying his eyes out. That made me cry. And then when he came back to play basketball, I was like, "Yeah, let's go!" Uh, I don't know. It's something about the dog, you know, the dog movies that make me cry, man. Well, that's that's what dogs do. They're very sweet, loving little animals. I know. Why can't everybody just? Be- <clears throat> Isaiah says he's uh, Toy Story Two is what makes him cry. Jesse's backstory. Jesse's backstory in Toy Story 2. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Uh, now that we're done talking about movies that make us cry, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is the most recent quarterback to throw for under 200 passing yards and get the Super Bowl MVP trophy. Do you know who the last one to do that was? Are we talking like this has happened in the last like 10 years? It's happened in the last 23 years. 22. Oh, my God. Only one. I would, have, I would have fucking absolutely no idea. I'm sure, but like. Kurt Warner. Nope. And you can keep going for it. Is it like someone I would know? Brett Favre. No. Peyton Manning. No. Just fucking say it for Christ's sakes. Come on. Who else? Um not Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. Oh, okay. It's okay, Tom well. Brady. It's his first Super Bowl that he won against the Rams. He threw for under 200 passing yards and won the MVP award. And Patrick Mahomes joins Tom Brady. Now Patrick Mahomes is now two and one in his career in the Super Bowl. Um he's tied with Eli Manning. He's tied with Peyton Manning for Super Bowls. And Yep big topic of conversation today was where he would list in your all-time top quarterbacks. Where would you have him? Do you think he's guaranteed top 10 now? Of all time? Like, like already? Yeah, I'm fucked, dude. I'm, when that guy ends his career, I think he's going to be po- could possibly be number one him, if he keeps going. Him Brady if he keeps going that yeah. way. However, I mean... I could put him top 10 right now. We have the modern-day Brady versus Manning AFC matchup between Burrow and Mahomes. It's been the last yeah. two years, and maybe we'll get a hint of a modern-day Ben Roethlisberger, which Josh Allen basically is. I always compare Josh Allen to Ben Roethlisberger because they're both big bodies, but Josh Allen can actually run. Yeah, he's very mobile. Um, For me, Mahomes, I'm going to either put him at five or keep him outside at six. You still have to understand the accomplishments that some of these quarterbacks had and their play. I understand that He's definitely probably he's the most skilled quarterback. He surpassed Aaron Rodgers, the most skilled quarterback because yeah, just a pure talent. Rodgers 
is Mahomes continues to find ways to make it to the big game where Aaron Rodgers has only done it once. Okay, Aaron Rodgers could have all the MVPs he wants, but if he ends up 1-0 and that's it, with that talent that's the same as what Patrick Mahomes possesses based off of your game, it's kind of pathetic. It really yeah. is. Um, but I can't put him past Brady. Brady beat him in the Super Bowl. Brady has seven of them bitches. Joe Montana's yeah. 4-0, and it was a completely different style of football back then to what it is now because I loop back to you can't tackle the quarterback now where Joe Montana was out there fearing his life. You fucking pile drove back then. And Brady, Peyton Manning, they were in that same era as well. There's still that one video of the Bills player trucking through Tom Brady. Okay? Oh, I love that video. Big Ben took a lot of shots in his career. So I'm going to keep Brady above him. I'm going to keep Montana above him. I'm going to keep John Elway above him. Peyton Manning, I'm going to keep above him. And for that five slot, maybe he slides into the five. It's between him, Aaron Rodgers, and that's it. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with that. He's just going to keep working his way up that list. Sure. And the other reason why I give John Elway the nod over Patrick Mahomes, the thing with Mahomes is he has so much time left in his career. You cannot ignore accolades. The last Super Bowl that John Elway won, he didn't have a single superstar in offense. He had Shannon Sharp, who was a Hall of Famer, but Shannon Sharp was not the same Shannon Sharp from prime Shannon Sharp. Now, next one. Is Travis Kelsey the greatest tight end of all time? Yes. I think so. Elaborate. It just, it just seemed like, well, I guess even really yesterday, he didn't even, I guess he got the touchdown, but just seems like he's fucking, if the ball is anywhere within like a, like a five to 10 foot radius from him, there's a good chance he's going to bring it in. Mm-hmm. Seems like every fucking game he gets a touchdown. Obviously he has that connection with Mahomes. And he has the same connection, connection with Alex Smith before, beforehand too. Yeah. So I'm, if he's not number one, he's number two. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's number two. For me, I still have Gronk number one. Gronk could block. Gronk, it took three to four motherfuckers to tackle him in his prime. Wow. Gronk would. I would, I would even say my number one would be, yeah, I would say Gronk would probably be three for me. Gonzalez would be up there, too. That's fine. Yeah, Tony Gonzalez is up there, too. I got Tony Gonzalez down to three. It goes Gronk, Kelsey, Gonzalez. And Kelsey could pass Gronk, but. Prime Gronk because you weren't watching football then, Zach. Oh, uh, Kevin Gonzalez as well. You had you had to fucking take out his fucking kneecaps and tear his ACL. That's what you had to do to fucking make sure the man got was out of the game. They would target the dude's fucking legs because he was too fucking big to try to tackle. Even linebackers had problems. Yeah. And and Gronk, he he could run the routes well. He, he had great fucking hands and he was a damn good blocker. Tony Gonzalez was absolutely incredible, too. Tony Gonzalez was a fucking beast. Scoring machine. The story of Tom Brady trying to recruit him to New England to try to get him that one Super Bowl ring, he said he was 60-40. 40% yes, 60% no. It'd been nice to have that onto his uh, his resume, but Tony Gonzalez is an all-time great as well. Yeah. I still, I, I think when it's all said and done, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give the number one nod to Kelsey. There's nothing wrong there. Opinions are just like asses. Everyone has one. Um, All right, there we go. How about this? Remember Bart Scott had, I don't know if you saw the pictures all over Twitter, but I remember it from when he first said it. 
Kansas City Chiefs will not make the playoffs. What kind of a fucking idiot is this dude? And how does he still get to work media? And uh, that is that's a guy that's just trying to get his name out there, trying to ruffle some feathers. Because obviously, you'd have to be fully fucking stupid. Yep. I'm going to use another word, but I stopped myself. If you were um, if you were to listen to the show when I was doing it with Kyle, all season long, I said Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. Patrick Mahomes will win, will come in second in the division. I really thought that the Raiders are going to come out. I was way wrong about that. We'll make that yeah. same. But I had the I had the Chiefs making all the way down to the the AFC Championship to then the Super Bowl. Um, the defense almost fucked them. They almost screwed the Chiefs over in the second half. They they flipped it around and Kansas yeah. City offense. They didn't have any time on the field in the first fucking half. They had eight minutes on the time in the first half. The, the, and then the Eagles just couldn't. They couldn't fucking stop a thing in that second half. Couldn't stop the run. Couldn't stop the throw. Just chunk play, chunk play, chunk play. It was like, oh my god. Man, what's going to stand up for me when it comes to offense? No one. No one on the Chiefs was able to stop that QB sneak all game long. It was Jalen like, Hurts was getting like five yards per fucking QB sneak. It, it's like a glitch in Madden where it's like that one play <laughs> that, you know, the fucking the sweats used consistently to beat you and make you quit out. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, I will say this. Kevin definitely was right about Kansas City's pass rush. Because they were. They were getting Hurts, but Hurts was. Avoiding it, and yeah. they kept making the same mistakes over and over again. You heard Greg Olson talk about it. The second you go on the inside of him, he runs out to the other side. You got to stay on the outside. So then he goes back into the line, and you hope to get a sack. And consistently, yeah. if Hertz is right here, and this way is the open field, they're coming directly at you like this instead of you know a little edge. It, it was all sorts of fucking discombobulation. It was mainly off of Frank Clark. I think Frank Clark knew that he's one sack away from being the all-time leader for sacks in, in the postseason. And I think it got into his head a little too much. Yeah, he wanted it. He wanted it badly. But um, the secondary stepped up. Um, they contained A.J. Brown, but Devontae Smith had a hell of a fucking game. Oh, my God, did he ever. God, he, he and, was reeling in everything. It didn't yeah. matter what the fuck it was. Devontae Smith, I think it was like the first, it was the first two or first two out of the three or four plays. He got fucking leveled twice. Like destroyed leveled. Yep. His bounce rate back up like too. nothing. Yep. The one when he was getting hit out of bounds was like fucking an assault. I would say this tops last year's Super Bowl between the Bengals and the um the Rams. It tops the Chiefs and Buccaneers, obviously. It tops yep. the Chiefs and the 49ers. It tops the Patriots and the Rams. Oh my Eddie fucking watching paint top that game. Watching paint dry. Yeah, I was a fan of it, but that's also because I'm the team that had the winning trophy. So I guess the next one you would ask is, did it top the Patriots and the Eagles? I mean, I it's right there. That was a fucking hell of a game, too. I, I'm going to say no, only because I don't think anybody saw Big Dick Nick keeping up. Yeah. With Speaking of Nick's, that was uh, quite the scene. Seeing uh, that Eagles head coach, Nick. Sirianni crying. Got some chills watching that one. I don't like Nick Sirianni. He talks so much in the sidelines. I don't fucking like it. Andy Reid just over there doing his job. Calm down. You see Sirianni 
doing all these hand gestures. I love when Jalen Hurts put his hand down. I was like, chill, dude. He's like, relax. Yeah. Andy Reid's just cool, cool like a cucumber. Uh, also, we got to say, um, who's ever doing the broadcast there? The fact that you don't show what color Gatorade it is. Yep. Fuck you. Crime. Crime. Like I'm sitting there for like a half an hour wondering if I won or not. Did they ever come out and say who won or did they give you money back? It was fucking purple. How do we know that? I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, okay. You did. You like did. I saw them jumping the jug on, on them on Twitter. So. But like that's that's a staple. You know what I mean? Another thing, too, who's ever uh, making the like I did like a props thing on my, my buddy's place yesterday. One of the props was um, the over under on the national anthem time, which was two minutes, two and a half seconds. So um, I'm like, it's Chris Stapleton. He's a fucking southern Kentucky, Louisiana, slow. You know what I mean? I'm like, he's he's going over for sure. This guy went two minutes, 2.79 seconds. He beat it by 0.29 seconds. Like, how crazy is that? That's just the number that they have set. I guess they, they kind of know because he's doing his rehearsals and shit, so they kind of have it set to a number where they think he's going to be just there, if you know what I mean. I don't, I don't even know how they project all this shit, dude. I don't even know. It how does they- blow me away. Like, some of the spreads, like in football, when you're just... You're like, oh, there's no chance. And all of a sudden, the you check the Monday, you look at all the games from Sunday, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Maybe it is scripted. Yeah. I mean, honestly, dude, it, it, it has to be put into question. It really does after that, man. No, I'm not saying it's scripted where it's like, this guy's going to tear his ACL, this guy's going to get fired. It, people are going to question it, dude. They really yeah. are. They really are. How do you not? I'm sorry. How do you not? If there are two sports that you can easily script, it's the NFL and the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I can't see it being scripted, but I can't either. But like those who are skeptical, <clears throat> this isn't going to help their. This isn't going to help the case of it not being scripted. That's for sure. No, but um, they need to do some with the officials. The officials absolutely suck this year. It's almost like we had those um, those off-brand officials that year when the officiating was on strike. It's like that all over again. Like we yeah. got to we got to fix it up. Something's got to change. Um, so keeping in the NFL, it was also reported that same weekend that Derek Carr will not accept any trade. I did see that another team. So the Raiders ultimately have to decide whether they're going to keep him or eat up forty million dollars of his salary. What do you think the Raiders should do? Well, I think he's. Uh, I'm, 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 they're they're going to have to get rid of him, right? He doesn't want to be there. He's publicly came out and say he that does, it's McDaniel's who doesn't want him. Well, then they're going to let him walk, I guess, right? They're going to have to bite after, that bullet. After, after you know, basically him saying his goodbyes and shit, they're going to have to. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens to that Raiders team. It's interesting to see which team he goes to because he's a good quarterback. Now, because he had all these meetings to all these teams, I don't think it doesn't mean that he doesn't want to be on that team. I I picture... That they're saying, we're going to try to give up this, 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 and that for, for you, you know, and it's going to be picks. And he's probably like, no, nope, save those picks. I'll just, you know, I'll come, I'll, I'll come here, save all those picks, have them buy me out. We'll see what happens. Yeah. 
Yep. I wonder where he is going to go. I know we've already we have talked about this before. Indy, Tampa, yeah, was now. Yeah, got a really good team and defense. Um, maybe Atlanta. Maybe if uh, if the Jets miss out on Rodgers, possibly there too. You never know. Yep. yep. Baltimore, Pittsburgh. This is going to be an exciting offseason for football. I think. I think there's going to be a few. It's going to be like a quarterback uh, carousel this this summer. Yep. Or offseason. I think it's safe to say Gino's going to return to Seattle. He'll probably get a team friendly contract. Yeah. yeah. He deserves it. Yep. But um, what's really going to make the noise once again? Aaron Rodgers. I think today he starts his four days in darkness, which is really fucking weird. You could just say that you're doing drugs. We get it. We can tell you're a big druggy guy, you know, hanging out with Joe Rogan. Can you, so for people that don't know, can you uh, can you explain to them what uh, what he's doing right now? So it's basically like being in solitary confinement in a very, very dark room where you're supposed to be alone with your thoughts and someone will come in and bring food and water randomly. So I imagine like you just see a little sliding doors like, here you go. But then my question is, how does he piss and shit? All great questions that I don't know. What do you say? He's in a hotel room? I don't think he's in a hotel room. I think he's just in a special like facility or home or something. I don't know. I'm assuming it's going to come equipped with a shit or he's not just going to be shitting and pissing in the corner. How's he going to see? Well, even if it's fucking, if the lights are off, your eyes get adjusted. Yeah, it's going to, I can't picture myself doing that. I just don't understand, uh, like, locking yourself in, uh, yeah, in a dark lit room for four days. Hey, I guess if it helps to come up with a decision, then all the power to him. That's what happens when you smoke ayahuasca. You become a spiritual fucking weirdo. Yep. So I guess I'll make a decision by then. Um, I don't know. I feel like. I don't know what this guy's going to do, man. He's so fucking weird. I thought he was guaranteed out last year. He's so fucking weird. I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Well, we'll probably be finding out sooner rather than later, I bet. Probably find out on Friday. Or or next Tuesday in the Pat McAfee show. We never uh, by the way, speaking of that, we never um we never discussed. Are we are we knocking her down to just Mondays uh now? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably for the best. I think it's for the best, y'all. We'll probably do the show every Monday from this point forward till the NFL season picks up again. Not to mention I got my um softball league on Thursday, so you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And if I had to DJ Friday night. So, yeah. Monday's from this report. DJ. DJ. Rob. Be, 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 be. <clears throat> Actually, this will go off better. DJ. Rob. Be, 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 Do you not have, like, a DJ name? DJ Robbie C. Can you fucking say it like a normal person so I can actually hear it? DJ Robbie C. Robbie C.? Correct. I have an echo too. Robbie C. Does the thing fucking work? Robbie C. That is the worst DJ name I've ever heard, man. We gotta we gotta work on that. All right, all right, yeah, let's work on it now then. What the fuck are you gonna use then? I don't know, man. It could be like DJ. <clears throat> Boy, man, it could be like DJ. DJ Darkness. DJ Pillsbury Doughboy. 
DJ White Lightning. DJ White Thunder. That's essentially what I just said, but you just took the other DJ White kind of storm. White what? Chocolate. I think uh, I think we can definitely work on that. You're a fucking retard. DJ Rapist. Unless you're speaking... Bob, I actually think that that actually sounds better than Robbie C. Sounds like a fucking idiot is what it sounds like. What is the C? What is the C for? Last name. I guess that makes sense, yeah. C. Well, uh, um, when we come back on Monday, we'll have a better name for him, folks. Don't you worry about it. Maybe. <laughs> Kev, Kev, Kev used to uh, DJ it up back in the day, so I want to uh, I want to hear what he thinks about that name. Um. Okay. Is this where we just um end the end? I guess that's it for the football, man. Well, before another before, season in the books. Before we end it, I think it's safe to play um this song. Here we go. Try not to get emotional, everybody. I want you to hold back those tears. It's been a long, long day. Without you, my friend. Oh. And I'll tell you all about it. Mama. You again. Yeah. I've come a long way. NFL season. From where we began. 2022, Football. 2023. Thank you for the memory. Football. That's what we call a fade out in the industry, Zachary. That was impressive stuff right there. Thank you. That was impressive stuff. And uh, with that, guys, we are we are through another NFL season. I'm sure we'll have plenty of news to talk about, including a crazy draft coming up. It's going to be quarterback heavily driven. It's going to be a fun offseason. But for Cannot now, not wait let's to watch the Cleveland Browns lift up a championship trophy next year. The who? The Cleveland Browns. Go ahead, Bob. Say it one last time. I know you want to. Yeah, get it out of your system, Bob. He's not a rapist. <laughs> Would you like to clarify what he is? He's not a rapist. He's a what? He hasn't said it yet. I'm fucking waiting for it. Yeah. I just saw something pop up. Was that him? Yeah. Um, fucking rapist. Well, are you guys going to discuss fantasy football prospects in spring? Kev, you bet your ass we're going to be discussing fantasy best. football prospects. Chase is going to be a bust, so I'll do my best. Kev, maybe we could even get you on. I know you know a lot about football and come on for a little uh, fantasy football episode. Fuck yeah, Kev. Fuck yeah. And I'm sure Dad would like to be a part of that too, so we might oh, do yeah. a big thing here. Um all right. We got a panel. We got a fantasy football panel going. Let's transition now into the NBA. Um yep. it seems like hockey's a little dry this week, Zach. I did the best. Yeah. There uh, wasn't much that happened. Nope. But um Lakers get a first win with the new squad with no LeBron James against the Golden State Warriors, who had no Steph Curry. So if you ask me, it's an equal playing field. They win the game, I believe, by eight points with D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, Rui Hachimura, and 
they look good from the second the game started. Yeah, the new look Lakers looking hot. I watched them right after the Nets and the Sixers, and uh, they look fucking amazing out there. And D'Angelo Russell, he, he's gonna he's gonna be a, a very key part to what the success will be for the Los Angeles Lakers this year. Yeah. Now, I so I think it's time with all the shooting that they brought in, Rui Hachimura, D'Lo, Malik Beasley. I think it's safe to say we got, depending on LeBron's health, we got to talk about the Lakers being in the NBA championship now. I mean, they definitely, uh, I don't know if this is a hot take and what y'all think about it, but you put some, you put some shooters around LeBron James. There's going to be problems because they're going to be hitting that shit. Now he has reliable sources around who's going to hit the three. And if you ask me, Rob Palenka might have saved his job, the general manager. Yeah, definitely a very successful trade deadline day for them. And you're right. I mean, they went from being a team that no one was even looking at anymore to now. Well, obviously not going to say favorites, but the fucking chances conversation. probably tripled. Yeah, definitely the conversation now. They, they could be in the Western Conference Finals to take on the Phoenix Suns. I think it's almost a lock to say the Suns are going to be there. Yeah, not in Durant to that team. But you, you are, as we said last episode, though, you never know with their uh, with the rotation players on that team. Yeah, they bring in Terrence Ross, who's a good three point shooter. But I gotta say something about Kevin Durant. I'm not trying to shit on him. I think it's time to speak the facts. Okay, Kevin Durant, when being a part of a process in OKC, couldn't win a championship. Joined ship with the Golden State Warriors and wins two of them bitches. When he joined Brooklyn, there were no star players on Brooklyn. Brooklyn lost D'Angelo Russell and other C-squad players, as I like to call them, guys who weren't seeing time in the court, to bring in Kyrie Irving and DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan was never the same from the Clippers. Okay. Oh, my God, no. And eventually, they bring in James Harden as well. Okay. You couldn't get it done in Brooklyn with, you know, building your foundation, essentially. You know, it was the same foundation when he joined the team. So then you go to Phoenix, where there is a foundation built. Yeah, they lost some key pieces in Cam Johnson and Michael Bridges, all right? But DeAndre Ains is the fourth best option. Chris yeah, Paul, I mean, top five point guard in the league, arguably. Devin Booker, starting five is, is ridiculous. Yard. Kevin Durant's legacy will forever be impacted for joining all these super teams. Uh, yes. His legacy was impacted the day he joined. Exactly what I'm trying to say now, the Golden State Warriors. What I'm trying to say now is you can't even make the argument anymore. You can't make the argument that it's not. There are people that want to make the argument because he wasn't get along with Russ. The second Kyrie got dished out, he said, "That's it. I'm gone." Yep. Exactly, because he knew that he wasn't going to win a championship. Yeah, and I'm still a fan of Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's still one of my favorite players in basketball, but it's hard to ignore what he did. Definitely to chase a ring, that's for sure. But um, I could definitely say I like Mike <laughs> balling out Saturday but night. But you know what? He also has two rings, so clearly he's doing something right. <laughs> All right. What All else right. did you have here for basketball? Let me pull up your notes here. One second in it. Okay. Uh, Got to talk about Zion. Yeah, Steve's pissed. Steve I mean, is pissed. Fancy basketball player. <coughs> he's just, he's too big. He's a big load of muscle. 
Oh yeah. I mean, what do you want him to do? That's his game. Can't. Uh, uh, people think that if you change your body, you're instantly going to be a different player. That's not necessarily true. You played your whole life as that frame, leaning into the NBA. You know, you know, it's easy to say he'll lose fifty pounds and be the same best player. No, because he's used to bullying the shit out of people. He's yeah. not a skilled player with skill handles. Like he needs that power. Kev, uh, sorry, got Kev asked a question here in the comments. Um, OG, the Raptors got offered three first rounds from uh, the Pacers and three first rounds from Memphis for OG. Uh, and they said no to both of them. Memphis also offered four first round picks to Brooklyn for um, Michael Burgess. And you know the reason why? I Kev, agree. That's crazy. Not, well, here's why it's not crazy is because you're figuring John Morant's going to be a Grizzly for life. He grew up in Memphis, probably a big fan of Memphis. College he went to was 30 minutes outside of Memphis. John Morant is a generational superstar. Those first-round yeah. picks are going to mean nothing because they're going to be 20th and beyond. How often do you see a player that late in the rounds become an NBA superstar? Yeah, would you rather not get something for a guy that doesn't want to be here? Not from the Grizzlies. Well, I would have got the Pacers. Take the fucking Pacers deal. Tyrese Howard. You're looking. Yeah, but the, you're, you're going to be looking at at least a 15, maybe a 15 to 20 in that range, probably for those three, four years, whatever it was. Now, what do they, um, what's the status of this contract? He's got one more year left after this year or? Uh, who, OG? Yep. Uh, let me see right now. OG. Uh, none of the contracts. <laughs> What the fuck was that? Signed uh Let me see here. Signed a four year contract, seventy two Schmill. It looks like we have him under contract till twenty four twenty five. So I guess seeing that yeah, five the next four hundred years, huh? That's impressive. Like two thousand twenty four, two thousand twenty five, oh. you stupid oh. fuck. Oh, oh, no, you're the fucking stupid fuck. You fuck. <laughs> oh, 24, 25, huh? Wow, 400 years. You asshole. <laughs> fucking. 2024, 2025, okay? That's what I meant to say. So he just He just signed a, a deal with us last offseason. Raiders to release Derek Carr. We got breaking news in the sports cave. Vegas. Oh, here we go. Quarterback after he said he would not accept a trade anywhere. So the Raiders are officially, officially moving in a different direction. This is coming out from Ian Rappaport. You heard it here first on the sports cave. Unbelievable. You heard it here first. So what we just talked about, uh, Derek Carr will be a free agent. That's right. Let the sweepstakes begin. Um, Back to the NBA now. Uh, yeah. With Zion, do you know the Pelicans? You remember the Pelicans were like the best second record? place. Yeah, and now they're fighting for a playing spot. This, that, dude, this injury. If it, I mean, we know how Zion is. I remember I had him in fantasy last year. I fucking drafted him, and he sat on my IL or IR all year long. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, oh, he's coming back. Oh, he has a setback. Oh, he's poised to come back in two weeks. Oh, setback. Oh, another oh, month. He lost 20 pounds and he's going to come back soon. Oh, wait. Setback. <laughs> so if he keeps having these setbacks, man, that is going to be detrimental to that fucking team's uh, chance of making a playoff. 
I ask, why don't they just try to move on from him? Why not just try to move on from him? Because at this point, you have a Because he's so uh, fucking good, man. But you have C.J. McCollum. You have Brandon Ingram. You could trade him off to the Knicks and get Julius Randle and picks in return. There are teams out there that will give you a shit ton of picks and a star player for him in return. Why not? Why not take the risk? Poof. I would definitely love some golf, but I'm streaming right now. <laughs> yeah, Poof, I'll play some VR golf with you. I'll get off the podcast. Yeah, let me Lee see Zach how- isn't a rapist. Well, thank you, Bob. That we know of. No, I don't rape. Do not rape. So you say, Ploof says, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Ploof, I hope you're feeling better, buddy. Welcome to the stream. Thank you. Um, What's next on the list there, Zachary? Uh, Let me pull it up for you, Robert. I I don't know why I keep closing it. We're going to talk about it in a second. (laughs) Uh, Next is uh, X-Raptor. Mr. Danny Green joining the rivals, going to the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I got a contract buyout with the Houston Rockets that joins the Celtics. I mean, he doesn't really have much game left in him anymore, but. No, but I wonder if the Celtics, Ploof, you could probably attest better to this than what I know because Peyton Pritchard has come out publicly and said that he wants out of Boston because he doesn't think he's getting a big enough role. Mm. I wonder if they brought in Danny Green to be like, that's fine. We'll just bring this guy in. Here's your replacement. Do your job. What do you think about that, Ploof? He's got championship <clears throat> pedigree. He's got four. He's got four championships, I believe. Three or four. Three. Oh, yeah, I think he three. Because yeah, he won two with uh, San Antonio. No, only one. One. They only got one. Because Tim Duncan won three early on in his career. Won one against LeBron. One. Oh one. yeah, because he was with the Kawhi team, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So one with Spurs, one with Toronto, and then. Uh, Lakers. Oh yes. Lakers. Yeah, didn't did he go to the Cavs? Celtics? Pardon? I think you said the Celtics. You, def- you He went to the Cavs, but you definitely said the Celtics in the notes. From the notes. Or you just said Celtics and you meant to say Cavs. Are you talking to me or Ploof? I reckon I'm talking to you. Oh, man. I am. Danny Green <laughs> to the Cavs. That's why I put in the notes. Oh, you had a... No, no, no. No, no, no. You did not have that in the notes. Let me read these notes. Yeah, you know what? Danny Green to the Cavs. Guys, it's uh, it's been a long Monday. <laughs> All right. Woo! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Just keeping you guys on your toes over there. Danny Green to the Cavs, not the Celtics. <laughs> I'm fucking tired, guys. It was Super Bowl Sunday yesterday. It was like, wait, Danny go Cavs like, Wait, that's what we're talking. Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Blue, thank you for paying attention. Oh um, my god, you, you. I was so sure that I was going to say Celtics. The notes is my job tonight. No, no, no. I got this. Let me redeem myself. I don't okay. Think you do. I do not think you do. Got the next one here ready for you, folks. We got to talk about how the Warriors. Are you sure? Four team trade almost are, didn't happen. Are you sure? I'm not talking about the Warriors or the. No, we're talking Warriors. about the Golden State Warriors. The Warios. Shut are- the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Go sit at table five and eat a porfa lion. Shut the fuck up. Was that was that supposed to be an Asian accent there? Brian D'Angelo knows what I'm talking about. Shut the fuck up. 
if that's an Asian accent, you have got some work oh, to yeah? do, my Let friend. Let me hear yours. Let me hear it. Uh, I don't do Asian. I don't make fun of people's uh, accents. No, you make fun of their sexuality. What is that? No, 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 no. Called someone gay. 50 minutes ago into the podcast. I didn't call someone gay. I said that trulies are kind of gay is what I said. And I can I can guarantee you drinking a truly. I bet you a gay man or a lesbian woman would agree with me. (laughs) Maybe not a lesbian woman, actually. If we're talking like a butch one, she's probably cranking a Budweiser. Oh, my God. Or like a whiskey on the rocks. (laughs) Uh, Somebody named Dana. So, back to basketball. <laughs> How, what, so, uh, can you explain to me what happened with this four-team trade? So it was on oh. stall because the Blazers were making him play through injury, and I guess his injury got worse and worse and worse. Is they, what they I took from it. Status. Like to him, or to him, and the and I'm assuming to him, but to the teams as well, like. The Warriors Damn. had to decide if they were going to take that risk, and they're like, "All right, we'll take it on. We don't care. We we want him back." Yeah. So, so they're uh, took forever for the trade to go through, but it was accepted yesterday or today. Well, it obviously couldn't be that bad if they're willing to make this risk to bring him in. You know what I mean? Well, the Warriors had the choice to decline it or approve it. You know, because who knows how long he's going to be out for? Yeah. She said a couple more weeks, but weeks could be months because they were lying about the status. It's very true, and you, you never know what these setbacks all these players get. Never. So the Warriors are willing to take on that risk. Uh, James Wiseman didn't work out from them. That's a waste of a number two pick. Let's look back in the draft because he was the number two pick of the draft, and everybody said yeah. to get James Wiseman because the one thing the Warriors never had was a comparable big man. Now, they always had the big bodies. Um they always had the big bodies to just do all the dirty work, hence why the Kawhi Leonard um, rule was in place after Zaza Pachulia. So here we go. They missed Anthony Edwards was taken before him. They missed out on Lamelo Ball, which they kind of didn't really need, but yeah, maybe could have need. Who knows? Patrick Williams they could have used. Isaac Okoro didn't really need him. I don't even think the fucking Hawks are using this guy anymore. Onyeka Okongwu. Oh, I just fucking um, I think I picked him up in fantasy last week. Okay, maybe they are for a game or two. Let's uh, say OK A N G W or something. Yep. Yeah, yep. I did pick that fell up. Killian Hayes, Obi Toppin, Wizards with Denny uh, Abjida, Jalen Smith for the Suns, Devin Vessel for the Spurs, Tyrese Halliburton for the Kings, Isaiah That's Stewart. Who was because the rest of these guys here are point guards, so I'm just skipping to the big guys. Isaiah Stewart, um, Sadiq Bay. Oh, we drafted we drafted Sadiq Bay and traded him to the Pistons. That was a mistake. Precious Achua. Precious. And yeah, that's it for the first round. So kind of a I mean, not a really heavy big man draft that one. So a lot of these guys are guards here. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, but clearly safe to say that that experiment did not work out in Golden State. No, no, but I remember watching the game when it was him and Jordan Poole leading the club, and he had 25. He could play. It's just like 
The guy's a second overall pick, man. He obviously he knows. Utilize him in their system. The big guy is like, yeah. if, if you're gonna be a big guy there, get rebounds and block shots. That's it. If yeah, you get rebounds and throw it at the perimeter. I mean, Demarcus yeah. Cousins didn't work in there. Demarcus Cousins, I know yeah. he tore his ACL, but he's still a game. Oh, Robbie. Yes. 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 We're experiencing some technical difficulties. Why? Oh, I hear oh, you. There we go. Bring <laughs> in progress. Anyway. Holy shit. Technical and, difficulties. Yeah, now I got to turn down my volume on here. This fucking Snapchat. Yeah, video. me too. If you're listening on the podcast, I apologize. Are we, uh, are we we're, back? We're still live in the podcast. Reconnection success. Okay. What the fuck? Okay. I guess that was the internet's way of saying, please shut the fuck up about the NBA. Yeah, that was uh that might have been a first there. I'm just waiting to see if oh, we're, back. we're back. Okay. We're, we're back on Twitch. Yeah, I can see us on Twitch. I can hear us. Hello, hello, folks. Sorry, technical difficulties on my end here. <laughs> that's the first time that's happened since I've been on the show, that's for sure. Yeah, that hasn't happened in a very, very, very long time. I've been lucky enough to where like it'll, the internet's crashed way before I'm going to do the show, but that's a first. Okay, that's enough about the NBA, well, my internet says. So uh, yeah. I guess let's get into some hockey. Zach, I'll let you take it from here. Yeah, we'll, we'll blast through this hockey news quick. Um, and while I'm talking, about, I'm going to go on the score app. Like I said, dude, I was I was a little sleepy today. I did not do much research. I was a bad podcast host today. You know, Robbie, he came through with all the notes. Let's see what he's got here for hockey. All right. Um, starting off, the first note that Robbie has here for hockey, he has a player uh, named that he, he has the wrong team that he plays on, so he's off to a Shut up! Fuck up! <laughs> uh, we got to talk with the Ottawa Senators goalie, Anton Forsberg. Uh, he's going to be out now for the rest of the season. Did you see the injury he got, Robbie? No, I heard it was an MCL injury, and it's uh, questionable if he's going to be out for the rest of the season. I also read. he. It, so it's not just a MCL injury. He tore both of his MCLs in oh. both knees. And <laughs> How is that even possible? Surgery. Oh, yeah. So he's gonna, on both knees. He's going to have to get MCL reconstructed surgery probably on both of his fucking knees. Mm. I just don't know how that's possible, how you, how you tear both of them. You know, like that, that's like hard to do. Are you impressed? It's got, it is quite impressive. There you go. It is quite impressive. I'm going to pull up uh, some NHL news right now. Sure, that's the only um, thing I found out on there. That's the only thing I could find on there. Well, I'm looking now. Um, some other news we can talk about is uh, Jacob Chikrin, Chikrin. I don't know how to pronounce the guy's last name. Uh, great defenseman in Arizona. He's been healthy scratch now last couple games. He... Um, to read out the score app that they've already said he will be healthy scratched again tomorrow. Trade, trade, so, trade bait. Yeah, we we will be keeping our eye on that because it's looking like a deal is eminent, eminent for him soon. He didn't get a chance to talk about about last um, week. Patrick Kane talking about how he shocked that. Yeah, I'm, I'm pissed off. I didn't see that before that episode because we were talking about how what this meant for the Rangers and Pat. Because at the beginning of the season, I, I I think we both agreed if if we saw Patrick Kane moving anywhere, it was probably going to be to the Rangers. Um, so they end up making a trade for Vladimir Tarasenko. Uh, let me see if I I got to actually 
going to pull up the actual quote that he had. Sure. So let's see here. Well, this is going to be a fucking. I'm going to be right there with you. I'm going to try to help you here. Yeah, we're going to be uh, hitting up the old Twitter here. Fun fact. Okay. Fun fact for you. Hate to switch it to the NFL really quick. Yeah. Rihanna's had more viewers in the Super Bowl. That doesn't surprise me. 113 mil for the Super Bowl, 118.7 for Rihanna. God damn. Bad girl Riri, baby. Um, the quote Patrick Kane had said, um, the Tarasenko deal was not the happiest I've been to hear about a trade. If things were going to happen, that was definitely a team I was looking at. So right there. Uh, a little bit bittersweet for him, that's for sure. Sure. But I, I know this can, this could sound crazy. Let's bring him into Toronto. Zach. Let's get him on the Leafs. Zach. There's wants no to go way. Win a championship to a team. He wants there's to go to no a way it's going to happen. Bring him on in. They'll retain 50%. There's no way that's going to happen. Bring him in. You have to give up a lot of draft capital for him. Yeah, he'd be a, he'd be a hefty, hefty acquisition. Uh, I don't know if it's worth it. Was he going to play second line? I mean, dude, you get that guy. Obviously, I'm just like I'm just kind of talking shit because it would be for figuring all the numbers for to bring in that because I think he's making if, like ten point five a year. If he was to replace anybody in the first line, who would he replace? Nylander? But even no, Nylander's too the good. Side? You put him left. Put him with Bunting. Take Bunting off the first line. Have oh, fucking Bunting's Matt, on the first Matthews. line. I thought it was Marner yeah. and Nylander. Well, it, it depends. Marner, it, it, they kind of always switch, but it, it, it would either be Marner's and Matthews, Marner's, Matthews and Bunting, and then Nylander will drop down with Taveras. Or it'll be Matthews, Nylander, Bunting, and Marner will drop down with Tavares. But I think lately it's been Matthews, Marner, and Nylander's been playing with Tavares. But drop Bunting down the second line, put Patrick Kane up there. I mean, that, just think about that first line. Obviously, there had to be a lot of eggs to fall into some baskets for this to happen. But can you just imagine Patrick Kane, Austin Matthews, and Mitch Marner? I can't. I don't think it's ever first line. It'd be such a beautiful fucking thing if it did happen. It probably be one of the best lines in hockey history. Yeah. Like that would be that'd be fucking ridiculous. Obviously the chance of it happening are extremely slim. But I don't even think he's gonna get moved. I think no, he's, he's gonna, gonna end up staying. He's gonna Chicago. save craft that guy you're talking about that they get the number one. Mm-hmm. We'll see. There's a lot of teams in that sweep six now. There's a lot of <laughs> I wanna say tanking teams. But a lot of teams that are absolute fucking shit this year. Uh, I'm just trying to go through these hockey news here. There really wasn't much. Um, I, I tried. Sidney Crosby I got his first, first career game misconduct the other day. For doing what? I think he got a. I think it was would have been been like a ten minute misconduct penalty. There was like ten minutes and twenty five seconds left in the game, hmm. so they just sent him out of the game. I think he was just chirping the ref. They were down like six nothing, so he probably wasn't in the best mood. Yeah, he probably want to go watch the waste management open for all we know. Yeah, we'll be talking about that. Sure. What a tournament that is. Sure. You know what? Do you want to just talk about it right now? Because that's really it for hockey. You can glance over that quick, the waste management. Yeah, and then we can talk about Tiger making his return this weekend to the yep. Genesis Open. 
So for those of you who don't know, the waste management is basically the tournament of my people. You know, it's just a weekend of booze hounds. It, it's what honestly, what golf should be. You know, like I understand the Masters, those types of tournaments. Yes, they, they should be. Classy. fucking prestigious the classy but dude make the regular pga events like when i went to the canadian open the par three where they have the hockey boards around they got golfers are coming up you're fucking over you're smacking the shit out of the boards <laughs> they're giving their you know what i mean you're getting all fired up and obviously yeah, the golf shots the change as as it's gone on because back then you know all the old golfers would just walk by and just yeah it was the old boys club back in the day that's why Yeah, it was all fucking prim and proper. Yeah. I love that way. That that is I'm going to that waste management next year. I don't give a fuck. I am mm-hmm. going. Oh really? Yeah. Definitely seems yeah, like I, 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 I would definitely just stay at sixteen is what I would do. Oh, hundred percent. And you like you see the videos too. The guys are showing up there at like four o'clock in the morning. Yep. People are spot in line. They're nuts for it. You gotta do what you gotta do though. That'd be a fucking day of drinking, man. You know, it's been one of my favorite events I've ever been to Daytona 500 really that was so much fun bro so much fun and time goes by quick you know it goes by so slow watching on TV but when you're at the track it's different it's like it's going by so fucking quick are you at the race yeah I'm scratching my arm on the couch (laughs) on my wrist like the the race was fun or like just the whole race and the whole experience it was absolutely incredible and the short shorts yeah, there's probably a lot of ass. Yeah, there was. Probably a lot of incest going on at those Daytona uh, events, though. Like, if I had to just take a guess, it seems like a pretty incestual place. A lot of cousin fuckers like NASCAR. <laughs> That's just what I heard. <laughs> That's just what I heard, man. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. Um. Yeah, I'll be tuning in to uh, the Genesis Open on Sunday uh, yeah. with the lack of football with uh, Tiger Woods. I'll be tuning in if he's to get cut way before Sunday. I'll be watching uh, Friday when I get home from work for sure. Thursday and Friday. Yep, I won't be able to watch Thursday because I'll have it's the all game. It's always exciting when Tiger is playing golf. Goddamn right it is. Obviously, it's not the Tiger Woods who once was. Um, but if if you ever just if you're ever bored one day, just search up a picture of what his leg looks like now. The fact that that guy is still able to play professional golf with his fucking leg looking like that is honestly unbelievable. Have you ever seen it? You want my live reaction here? It is like deformed. <clears throat> search right. up to see if I can uh... I remember seeing a picture of it last year and he's wearing shorts. I was like, oh my god. Tiger Woods leg. Oh, oh yeah. I see the bone sticking out in the back. Yeah, you could see it. I know what you're talking about. So, definitely doesn't look. Yeah, this is the picture I was looking at. Oh, oh, God. Okay, I'm going to send you a screenshot of that. Look at the fucking heebie jeebies watching that shit. Robbie, where are you? There you are. Okay, check your Snapchat. I don't know if that was the picture you saw. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, a fucking looks like a doesn't even look like a real oh, leg. Oh, looks like a big bullet wound. Yeah. 
Oh, so golfing. I mean, imagine that guy makes it a Sunday, dude. That's seventy-two fuck. Is that the math correct? What? Yeah, seventy-two holes. Yep. On that fucking basically on one leg. I mean, I think it's safe to say he's never going to win an event again. I guess you can't really fucking say that as Tiger Woods. Exactly. The go. I mean, we never never thought he was going to win another Masters. Comes back after the fucking fifteen back surgeries. Who's the goat, Zach? Jack Nicholas or Tiger Woods? Oh my! Not even a debate. Jack Nicholas, you kidding me? Obviously, it's fucking Tiger Woods. Yeah, crazy. It's Tiger Woods, absolutely, absolutely. Anyone who disagrees with that is a fucking idiot. Bob Clark. If he wasn't, if he wasn't, Bob Clark disagrees with that. Correct. Bob, you're an idiot, Bob. <laughs> How can you possibly say that Tiger's not the greatest golfer of all time? Because Jack has more major titles, but I mean. Also, well, I mean, you can also kind of base it down to the competition, you know? It seems like every year it's getting better and better and better and better. So I'm sure, I'm assuming Tiger was golfing with better golfers than Jack was back in the day. Jack had Arnie Palmer. He is a pretty good ever. Oh. What did Bob say? I got to see this. Bullshit. <laughs> well, my ghost talks about it's because he has more championships. He's the same guy says Hulk Hogan's the greatest wrestler of all time when he's not even close to Ric Flair or John Cena for championships. Well, I also like. To be I get it scripted. I know it's. Time, I know. I know it's scripted. Just, but I mean, is that not just being lucky? Sure, absolutely. But you know what I'm trying to get at. Jack also played less golf than Tiger did. Yeah, because because t- golf picked up when Tiger Woods joined the league. Yeah, golf would actually golf probably be all time best with Tiger Woods. People go to golf tournaments for Tiger Woods. We wouldn't have we wouldn't have scenes like the waste management. I, I've never heard of I never heard of Jack Nicholas the golf game. Go out and get your copy now. They had John. Yeah, Bob. John Cena is also a princess. Hulk Hogan's a racist. I'm telling you, brother. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> I thought I tried to do the Booker T thing. <laughs> you ever see that? No. Oh, oh is that? I think I have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, shit. What the fuck did I just say? <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I guess we move on from the golf. Um, do I guess we'll dive into uh, some MLB. You got, uh, you got I think some... we should say, I think we should say that's the last. I think we got to okay, talk about well, Quick UFC. Yeah, our friend Parker. Uh, we got to say it. Yeah, he just uh, wrong place at the wrong time. A great counter hook by uh, Toff and just knocked him the fuck out. Yeah, and just clean. My jaw dropped. I couldn't believe it. I sent Parker a message. I said, proud of you, brother. No matter what the outcome is, I'll always cheer for you on whether UFC, Bellator, or any other business. Can't wait to talk to you on the podcast and get a drink with you soon. And he gave me the old heart. Um, here's the thing. I think people are wondering why, like, I'm so attached to Parker. The first show that I did with PPRN, um, post the three guys talking sports, which I have great connection with all those guys. Um, Parker came onto that show. He didn't need to. I didn't know Parker. P. Pino knew who Parker was, got him on, and Parker always told me, you know, like, if you guys ever want me to come on, you know, hit me up. Um, I, I was never able to go to any of Parker's fights in Connecticut 
because the job that I was working most fights were Friday nights and I didn't have a reliable car to go an hour and a half away. Um, so the fact that he still talks to me to this day and tries to come on here to, you know, it's like, it's yeah. something nice to have. We have a professional fighter to talk to you guys so you understand to his what character. he's gone through and be able to talk about the UFC. He doesn't have to do that shit. Yeah. So that's why I got mad respect for this dude because we're fucking nobody. We're nobody. And also for, because I, I obviously I was seeing on Twitter, you know, like if you obviously get knocked on UFC, you're going to get dragged through the mud. All over. I don't think, I don't think people realize, like, just kind of put yourself into that perspective of being a heavyweight UFC fighter. Did you know the amount of balls it would take to do that walk? Forget that. Do you know what kind of set of balls it takes to get into the octagon with John Jones like he did? Yeah. Albeit when John Jones wasn't like the John, but still obviously a great fighter, but not the legend no, that but, he is now. John Jones is a fucking legend prior to. He just wasn't I, a legend in the UFC. I don't care if a John Jones, if any, to get into the ring with any, or octagon with any professional MMA mixed martial art fighter, especially one that is 260 pounds. Yep. Takes a lot of balls. So. But we're going to get Parker on. Um, yeah. I'll hit him up next week. You know, he's probably experienced a lot of jet lag from Australia all the way to here. It's a 30 hour fucking flight. So yeah. give the man some time to rest and we'll work out some with our good friend Parker. Yeah. Hopefully next couple of weeks, but maybe a month. Not the outcome so. he wanted, but back to the lab. Back yeah, to the exactly. Hit the bag, train it up, get back out there and win that next one. Get he de- next definitely time. needs to win in the next fight. If he gets the opportunity for one. Yep. I agree. We'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, you never know at the UFC. Yair Rodriguez knocks out Josh Emmett, which he's was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if he goes up against Volkanovski in the featherweight, he's fucked because Volk impressed the shit on me against Islam. I hate yeah. the way the narrative works with control the fucking the ground because that, that, Volkanovski won that fucking fight. I, I'm sorry. He Islam won wasn't that fight. doing nothing. He, he exactly. He just nothing on the ground. And Volkanovski was the one pressuring him. And the reason why Islam gets that fucking win is because of his ties with Khabib. Everyone, and, and Khabib is one of the all-time greats. But the one thing about Khabib, all right, if you're just sitting there in the same position for 20 minutes of the 30-minute round, you're not fucking doing nothing effective. Volkanovski yeah. was taking the attack to Islam, and you could see he was in better condition, who wasn't huffing and puffing. To me, the judge that rated that gave it 49-46 to Islam yeah. Like, are you fucking blind, dude? I could not believe that. In my eyes, Volkanovski won. And I'm not a fan of Volkanovski because I love Max Holloway. Okay, I think I think Volkanovski lost to Max Holloway in the second fight. But what Max Holloway's ass in the third one. Okay. oh, that was that was bad. Round three and round five belong to Volkanovski. And then the one you put into question is round two. Yeah. That was so 48, 47. I can accept. Yeah, the 49-46, you are a fucking idiot. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? I, I, whenever have they come out with the new pound-for-pound pound rankings, I think Volkanovski should still be number one. I did say Habib because um, Daniel Cormier calls him Habib, and he's, like, best friends with him. So I know the K's there, but I believe it's pronounced Habib. I call him Kebab. So I think there's those ties there and the reason why he won the fight. But in a couple of weeks, we're going to have John Jones and Gain going at it for the heavyweight title. The return of and, John um, Jones. 
Valentina Shevchenko defending her title. I'm excited. UFC's looking pretty good this year. Michael Chandler yeah. and Conor McGregor will probably fight at some point this year or next year. Yep. I'm excited. Isn't there another big fight on that um, on that Jones card? Yeah, Valentina Shevchenko. I, th- I'm thinking there, I thought there was another one that was a pretty decent... Uh... I'll let you know right now. It sucks that we didn't get card. to see Robert Whitaker because Robert Whitaker's from Australia. It would have been nice to see him fighting. Yeah. Um, but it just unfortunately didn't happen. John Jones, uh, gain, gain, I don't want to say his first name wrong, Valentina Shevchenko versus Alexa Grasso, Jeff Neal versus Shavat Rakhamnov, who's yeah, 16 now, uh, Bo Nicol versus Jamie Pickett in the prelims, Derek Brunson in the middleweight division against Drysis Du Police. I hate, I can't denounce these fucking guys. Cody Garbrandt's fight got canceled. Someone probably sustained an injury. Probably Cody. And that's it. Dan Hooker. Yeah, maybe it was. Uh, Dan Hooker was supposed to fight too. His fight got canceled. Injury. Maybe I was thinking of a different card then. Probably. I want to see what UFC 286 looks like if they have that out yet. UFC 286, which will be March 18th. This is a good fucking card. Leon Edwards defends his belt against Kamara Usman. Justin Gaethje against Rafael Fiziev. Joanne Wood versus Lu- uh, Luana Carolina, Gunnar Nelson, Daniel Rodriguez. But I think everybody's jacked up to see that uh, the rematch. Yeah, I'm 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 excited and nervous to see how Usman's chin is after that. Because uh, that that honestly that could be a, like a career changing kick. And then April eighth, we April eighth, bro. UFC 287. Let me go to the prelims. Nothing's too far set in stone with the prelims. The main card, however, right now, Raul Rosas Jr. versus Christian Rodriguez in the Bantamweight division. Kevin Holland, the guy who loves to talk while he's fighting, fucking yeah. entertaining as hell, versus Santiago Ponzinibbio in the welterweight division. Rob Font versus Adrian Yanez in the Bantamweight. Co-main event, Jorge Masvidal versus Gilbert Burns. Mm. Rematch. Alex Perea versus Israel Adesanya. Ooh, that, that will be a good card. Mm-hmm. UFC 288. Will Izzy finally be able to do it? No card for UFC 288 yet. Well, I mean, it, it definitely is looking like some pretty stacked cards for uh, for going on this year. I, I, you got to give it credit to Dana White. The fact that he pulls his shit off once a month. Yeah. There's a reason why the UFC is doing as well as it's doing. I'm I'm afraid my father might be a rapist. The amount of times he uses rapist in the stream. He says he calls Khabib rapist. Anyways. All right. Bob, can we stop using that word? Seriously. You're misguiding. You're misguiding the people. All right. MLB, Zach, take it away. You want me to take it away? Holy shit. All right. Well, Major League Baseball, folks, it's coming back, and we got some news, and uh, if I'm taking it away, I think you know what I'm going to start with. I know exactly what you're going to start with. Bo Bichette staying with Toronto for another three years. Um, Is that $33.6 million a year? Nope, for the contract. For the, for the, okay, well, that's a good deal then. 11 mil per year, essentially. So that's a pretty good deal, I have to think, right? Yeah, but he was definitely frustrated because I'm I'm sure he wanted a contract extension, but they made this contract to avoid arbitration. Yeah. Uh, so definitely seen saw him trash in the arbitration process too. Yep. And um he could get another like seven or eight mil 
from incentives. But um, yeah, he definitely wasn't happy. But um, he, he had a he had a bad season last year, considering what he had the season yeah. before. Yeah, I agree with that. So hey, you know what? We'll have to see what happens now. Maybe uh, maybe he sees this eleven million dollars he's making now next couple of years, next three years. He goes, "Fuck, I gotta step it up a little bit." I want to be making the thirty million dollar contracts these guys are making. Will you stop using these words that he puts in the chat, and he'll stop using the R word? What words he put in the chat? He said he doesn't want to hear you say "gay" and "retard" anymore. Hey, Bob, I will leave gay and retard at home. <laughs> all right. I'm waiting to see. You know what? This is a competition now. All right. Whoever loses has to send the other person 10 bucks. Whoever, if he drops the R word or if you drop those two words. Well, I don't know how to get Bob. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. We'll see. I think he'll be the one caving first. <laughs> Kevin said you'll go Zach broke. will go broke. <laughs> I feel like Kevin's going to always record you at work. Oh, fuck. He says leverage. Oh, I thought we were just talking about the podcast. Oh, I agree. I agree. Oh, I guess I ripped only. ass. I hope Mike didn't pick that one up. Stinky. Uh, so I guess we'll move on from that. We'll see uh, how that goes for the Blue Jays next year. Glad to have Boba shit back. That's a uh, top top ten for sure in that uh, for the shortstops. Arguably, arguably. No, he's there, bitch. Arguably. Moving I can on. give you all my shortstops right now if you like. Sure. Okay, um, one second, because I've seen many of lists. Let's see your top. MLB shortstop list. All right, here we go. I got the top 10 at each position. So, I'll take Trey Turner over Bo Bichette. I'll take Tatis over Bo Bichette. I'll take Francisco Lindor over Bo Bichette. Corey Seager over Bo Bichette. Um, Alexander Bogarts, I'll take him over Bo Bichette. Uh, they have him as seven here on this list. Bobby Witt has a potential. He's still got to prove himself. So, yeah, you know what? He, he is a lock. Uh, Dansby, I might take over him. Tim Anderson, I'll take over him. Wander Franco, I'll take over him. Wander Franco's a stud. So, yeah, he probably just gets in at 10. I'll take him over Carlos Correa. Well, you know, um, this list here I'm looking at has Trevor Story as number six. So, I don't know how legitimate this list is. Yeah, Trevor Story won't be playing this year, so it doesn't even matter. Well, I guess while well, moving on from that, um, what else did you have here for the baseball? Let me pull this up again. Nestor Cortez is uh, oh, he's off the baseball. I I didn't even read any of these notes. I'm just reading for the first time right now. Nestor Cortez is off the baseball world classic roster roster after suffering a hamstring injury. Yeah, and uh, he's does this back make to you the playoffs? It makes me nervous, not for my country, for the Yankees. That's what I was going to ask, yeah. Because um, he got to get pulled in the ALCS because he had hamstring injury that he was battling throughout the playoffs, uh, pitching, including the Game 5 that I went to. So um, the last thing you need is for him to continue to linger that injury, and you already have Frankie Montas with shoulder injury. So uh, considering he was our number two star, it's a really good thing we got Carlos Rodon. Yep. Yeah, that pickup is uh, now making a lot more sense. 
Um, so this could also just be a safe play, though. You know, sure. gonna want to risk I mean, it. you're not going to he's not going to be ready for opening day. Let's see what the severity of the injury is, because worse come worse, he's available late April, early May. Yeah. Yeah. Let him rest up, get back to 100 um, percent. Oh, this is interesting here. A unfamiliar source leaving a lot up for debate or discussion claims that Ronald Acuna Jr. wants out of Atlanta. When you say an unfamiliar source, like this is like a random Twitter account. It was a random Twitter account, but some um, highly sourced guys were retweeting it. And it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest because I definitely think that he's pissed with the contract extension he got compared to all these other guys. This guy is the best player yeah. on the team and isn't even one of the top dollar makers on the team. Acuna, but is that their fault or is that his fault? Mixture both. I mean, you, you fire your agent then, man. It's not the fucking team's fault that you signed that contract. It's a mixture of both. It is because Atlanta undervalued his worth, which is just like a slap in the face. You know what I'm saying? Hence why, I mean, I don't know what the, the contract numbers came out to with Freddie Freeman that made his agent decide to take the Dodgers, even though Freddie did want to stay with the Braves at all costs. But Ronald Acuna Jr. is a top five, top 10 talent in baseball. And for him to only get like 10 mil a year for the next now like six, five years is disrespectful to all hell. Now, I do agree with that, but it's also, I mean, I put the blame 90% on him or on his side. First of all, that when he signed that deal, I don't, like, there wasn't like the fucking, I mean, I guess there were still big contracts being handed out, but it wasn't like what we're seeing now. Right. But you know what? It's also more so than the contracting. What's going on behind the scenes in Atlanta? What's going on behind the scenes? Maybe something gets exposed because with the team that they have constructed, you don't hear a superstar talent on a top five favorite to win the World Series just be like, I want out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, very why, that's, why, I want, that's why I want the answers for Brooklyn. Kyrie and KD both wanted out. That's why I want the answers for that. Like, what's going on in the front offices that we don't know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And we may never get those answers. No, but again, it's an unfamiliar source. It's not true as of right now, but would it surprise me that these rumors are dwelling? Wouldn't surprise me one bit. I think Bob's found a way around using the uh, the R word. He did. And let's not forget, too, that... Uh, Acuna was pissed off about not being able to use the eye black and expo- exposed Freddie Freeman the second he went to L.A. And you should hear Freddie come out and say, I love Ronnie. You know, I'm just trying to enforce the, the rules that were enforced when I was his age. Blah, blah, blah. Freddie took the high road. Yeah. So let's, no, see. let's see what happened. Maybe maybe, maybe this uh, this uh, unanimous source or unfamiliar source, sorry, maybe he uh, knows more than, knows what, more than we know. know. But um, if there's one team I should say that should go after him at all cost, we'll love to say the Yankees, but it's not fucking possible, even though it is because the contracts, you could dish off Aaron Hicks, and I would give up two prospects for him as well. Boston Red Sox got to be all over that guy if he's available. Well, they got to do something. If the next superstar that says they want out, the Red Sox should be all over it. I like seeing the Red Sox shit. Sorry, Ploof. Me too. Me too. I'm not sorry, Ploof. Go fuck yourself. 
I'm just looking at this list here again. Uh, Hugh Darvish signed a six-year, $108 million extension. Yeah, it's going to take him after he's fucking 42. He'll be the ripe age of 42 at the end of that contract. Unbelievable. I mean, Scherzer, Verlander, now Hugh Darvish. I mean, Hugh Darvish isn't obviously 40 yet. He was born in 1986, so um, he'll be 43 years. 36, 37 years old. But damn. Fuck still, man. That's to sign a six year contract at 36, 37 is a little bit ridiculous. But I mean, let's look at his numbers uh from last season because he performed damn well last season for the San Diego Padres. He went 16 8 with a 3.1 ERA, which was 20th in the league with 197 strikeouts, and he was fourth in the league with a whip under 95. Do you know what the point nine five? Do you know what whip is? Was it like walks per hits? Walks per walks what? innings pitched. How many yeah. in average? So it's like, what's a good whip then? Yeah. Like under... That's a good fucking whip. Anything below one. No, I said, like, what's a good whip? Yeah, that's like anything below one. That's a great whip. I would say maybe 1.5, maybe 1.4 is a good whip. Anything above that is a little scary. I don't know. I would have to look at the rankings. But um, this guy in his career, he's a bona fide winner. 95 and 75 in his career. Um, He's definitely gone through some injuries throughout his, his career. Yeah. Definitely a hell of a pitcher. I mean, it's just the the length of that contract is the question mark that I have for that. Now, he needs 212 strikeouts to get to 2,000 this year. He's got 221 in his career, 277. This was all earlier on his first two seasons, and from there, the strikeouts yeah. kind of diminished, but that's probably because of the injuries because his innings pitch went down significantly. Yep. His last full season prior to last year, you could argue it's 2019 with the Cubs where he had 229. And in 2021, he had 199 strikeouts, and he pitched in almost 30 less innings. So safe to say if he stays healthy, he's probably cracking that uh, that 2,000 strike hold, 2,000 strike threshold. Potentially, yeah. And, and, and what's, what's more amusing about that, Zach, is he joined the league the second like the analytics kicked in with the whole – Pitchers are supposed to pitch like six, seven innings and nothing more, you know? Yep. So it makes it that more impressive too because I don't know how many pitchers we will see. Maybe Garrett Cole, maybe, you know, because Garrett Cole was around that same time as well. They're going to finish with 3,000 career strikeouts because the Yankees, yeah. Garrett Cole told the Yankees, he's like, you're giving me all this money. You keep me out there all the way to my fucking arm falls off. What's beautiful about Garrett Cole Knock on fucking wood. He hasn't he's, gotten any he's sustainable. So getting injured this year. He's so getting injured this season. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Tommy John surgery on its way. <laughs> I hope not. Well, you know what? Um I can't remember who it was. Who was the uh, was it Manoa? He's a cheater. Manoa said it best, he's a fucking cheater. Alec Manoa don't know shit. Uh, the last thing we have on this list tonight, folks, ending it off, Derek Jeter joins Fox Sports as an a- analyst. I'm an analyst. He'll be doing a side with. He'll be do. He'll be alongside. Jesus Christ, man! I am just fucking out to lunch today. He'll be alongside with A Rod, Big Poppy, and Frank Thomas. Who's Big Poppy, Zach? Tito Ortiz. It is. Um, yeah, I'm excited because um, baseball's crew 
I don't think has been this stacked ever. A Rod, David Ortiz. I, said, Derek, I, said, I just said Tito Ortiz. I just realized that David Ortiz. Correct. Um, those three guys and the rivalry, and then Frank Thomas is off to the side, and Frank Thomas is great, and Kevin Burkhart, who just called the Super Bowl, be alongside all of them. That's a fucking hell of a crew, man. That is and a good panel. One thing that people don't really know about Derek Jeter because he was always the classy guy, his sarcasm is at an all-time high, and you know damn well him and Ortiz will be going at it. Yeah. And Ortiz is a very entertaining guy, too. Yes. It's great. The, the, I wouldn't say bring in Pedro because I listen to Pedro on MLB Network and like he talks way too much. It gets to the point where he's trying to be almost like way too descriptive. It's it's like a little aggravating. Yeah, it's like shut the fuck up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Same with Mo. I love Mo, but he does the same thing. You know, it's like the old school guy in them. I don't know who else they can add on there that would make it that much more interesting. Manny, Wait, there, not that. I don't really think you need to add anybody else. You got four guys on the panel. Like, how big do you want the fucking panel to be? Well, think about fucking football. CBS, they have like six guys. I know. It's ridiculous. I guess. But um, A-Rod. I think, four, I think four is a perfect number. I would say A-Rod and David Ortiz revitalized baseball in a way. And to bring in Derek Jeter is a big hit because Fox is normally the one covering all the World Series. So big win for Fox Sports and baseball. Yeah. Now, Jeter. I can't envision him getting back into baseball like he did with the Marlins unless he's an owner again or a general manager. I don't think he can ever be a manager. I think I don't think he wants all that pressure on him anymore. Yeah, that's a that's a big job. It's already a big job being the fucking shortstop for the New York Yankees. Yeah. Now you got to manage a fucking ball club. Imagine the shit he went through as the owner in Miami. Yeah. Uh-oh. Breaking news. Oh, here we go. Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting LaMarcus Aldridge is working out for the Dallas Mavericks on Tuesday. Aldridge, a seven-time All-Star, averaged 12.9 points in 47 games for Brooklyn a season ago. That would be a great fit for the Mavericks. Damn. Don't know how he's still not on a fucking team. I was, I did, I, I totally even forgot that he was a fucking player. Like, the fact that you just said that name, I was like, what? No. The fact that LaMarcus Aldridge, DeMarcus Cousins, and Carmelo Anthony are still free agents is baffling to me. I would take two of those big fellas in Toronto right now. I'd take an Aldridge or a DeMarcus Cousins. If they utilize him correctly, though, like he's not a center. Like that's what would piss me off about Brooklyn is watching him play the center and they're all getting the rebounds. He's not athletic like that. Yeah. Well, it'd be interesting to see. Fuck, that Mavericks team might be looking uh, pretty lethal, man, if they get. They pull in Aldridge. The West is lethal as fuck right now. Yeah. So. Well, well that, I think that does it for today's episode, eh? Yeah. I think it is bedtime for me, folks. I don't know if you guys heard the. Some yeah, I'm going to watch the rest of this tonight. Nets game. I'm going to watch the rest of this Nets game, and uh, then I'm going to go to bed. But do you feel confident in closing us out, Zachary? Yeah, of course. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for tuning. We'll be back next Monday. Robbie, Zach, and now let's see how good this tuning us out is going to be, Zachary. We will see you, folks. Again, not on Thursday, but next Monday, we'll be dropping down to one episode a week until the football season starts. Again, thank you to all the fans, all the listeners, all the supporters. We appreciate the uh, your viewership, you taking your time out of the day. And we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, stay sexy, Sports Cave.